Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I uh, don't know why you'd return anything because what? But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Well, go, baby, go, baby. We're done. We're done checking. It's real now. Welcome back. Hi. To Matt and Dora's excellent adventure. See, it's eggs, not X. And this is episode five. Can you believe it, guys? We're here. We're five. All, we're all still here. So many things have made it to five. Like what? The Police Academy movies. There were six of those. Friday the 13th. Oh, there's plenty of those. Yeah. Ten of those. Unless you count Freddy versus Jason. Fast and the Furious. Seven of those. Yep. Oh, what an illustrious tradition. Indeed. And here we are, a podcast about us trying to have a child. Ooh, drinking some sleepy time tea. It's the best way to have tea out of a Q cup. So... Dory's drinking out of the same cup that Q uses... In Skyfall. Okay, next. It, you know, it's the it's the Scrabble one. Yeah, I thought it was a fun 
cup, so I ordered it. I think Matt Gorley has one as well. Oh, that's so cute. Anyway. So we're in we're in kind of a We're in limbo. We're kinda of, yeah, we're in kind but of But we're a not limbo. in the limbo of like we implanted it and now we're waiting. That's that's next week. That's limbo to come. <laughs> LTC. Uh right now we're just Dory's going in and getting uh blood taken. We're in pre limbo limbo. Yeah. How's your blood? Well, it 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 wasn't great last week. What does that mean? It wasn't great. So they put me on estrogen. Yep. Patches. Sure. So I was putting two patches on my stomach, mm-hmm. and I was changing them every other day. Right. And then Is that as directed. That was as directed. Great. And I went in to have my blood taken to have my estrogen levels checked about a week after I'd started. Yeah. And that afternoon I got a call from Seema. Oh, Seema. Our favorite nurse. Someday Seema should be on the show. Oh boy. (laughs) Um, and she was like, have you been wearing the patches? And I was like, Oh, oh no, that's, that's not a good opener. (laughs) I was like, Uh, yeah. And she's like two every other, you're changing them every other day. And I was like, yes. And she's like, oh, hmm. I was like, Seema, what's going on? (laughs) And she was like, well, your estrogen is really low. So I thought you might not be wearing the patches. And I was like, no. Why is your estrogen so low? She was like, sometimes some people's bodies don't absorb the estrogen through the patches. Okay. So then she's like, okay, I have to talk to the doctor and I'll call you back. Now, our doctor is in Hong Kong. As uh, why wouldn't he be? Exactly. Know? So she had to talk to a different doctor, mm-hmm. Dr. Mars. Yep. And Dr. Mars said, okay, take her off the patches. Dr. Mars is a good guy. We had him once. We did. And put her on pills, estrogen Ooh. pills. And I was like, okay, whatever. NBD. Yeah. And she's like, you can pick those up at your regular pharmacy. Oh, that's great. You don't so, have to go to the special pharmacy. Exactly. The special so, expensive pharmacy. I'm like, great. I'm going to go to the CVS pharmacy inside of the Target in West Hollywood. There, What? Yeah, Target Pharmacy is now CVS Pharmacy. Whoa. I know. When did that happen? Uh, a few months ago. That's crazy. Yeah, it is kind of weird. CVS, you know, started in Lowell, Massachusetts. It's just funny. It's like a CVS inside a Target. It's so weird. There's a lot of crossover items. Anyway. Well, it's only the pharmacy. It's not like they sell other stuff. Yeah, but like what if I'm like, oh, I need some reading glasses and then I get them and then I pay for them at the pharmacy. Does it feel like I'm paying at CVS? Oh, good question. How Mm. long are the receipts that you're getting? You don't get the crazy long receipts. And then it's not a real CVS. But I feel like they have a different pay pad Mm. than than, than, than they do when you check out at Target. Interesting. Anyway, so I went to pick up my pills and they were like, okay, that'll be $10. What? And I was like, what? And they were like, yep, $10. And I said, okay. And I paid the $10 and then I thought, what the actual fuck? (laughs) Because when I picked up the patches, oh, and I should say that was 90 pills for $10. It's a lot of pills. It's a lot of pills. Yeah. When I picked up, picked up the patches, each box of patches has eight patches in them. Mm-hmm. 
and I got three boxes. Yeah. One box was covered by insurance. Okay. That box cost $60. Great. The other two boxes were, I want to say around $175 each. I'm so confused. So I paid over $400 yeah. for three boxes of estrogen patches that were supposed to last me for three weeks. Yeah. I have now not used half of them. Wow. And then the estrogen pills cost $10. Well, sounds like you should have been on those from the beginning. Thank you. That's what I'm saying. Don't understand why they would go patches first. I just, I feel like they don't, they don't care that, that I paid over $400 for the patches. No, they don't care about anything that has to do with how much we're paying for anything. No, they do not care about that. I also suspect that they, the patches are sort of like set it and forget it. Like, like the Rompo peel Ronco oven. Yes. The rotisserie oven. You set it and forget it. Yeah. Like that or like a slow cooker. Yeah. Well, I mean, Ron invented the slogan, set it and forget it. So he also invented the pocket fisherman. What's that? It was a little tiny foldable fishing rod that you could put in your glove box, you know, because you're always driving around with the urge to maybe fish. (laughs) Big seller for him. Was it? Yeah. Do you think people really used it? Got him on the map. And then, uh, yeah, and then the rotisserie oven and then the, uh, remember the spray for the back of your head? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was also around. I could use that. I should call him up. Do you think you want to advertise on the podcast? No, I don't think they do. Mm. Damn it. Um, so, oh, so anyway, so I think the patches are more like set it and forget it. Like you stick the patches on and as long as you remember to change them every other day, it's like you don't have to think about it. Mm-hmm. The pills, you have to take them three times a day. Okay. That's so they like, probably think a there's more time consuming. Right. So they probably think there's greater margin for error when you take the pills. Now I should also say that when I picked up the pills at CVS pharmacy, the pharmacist who looked like he was about 21 years old. Nice. He already went to pharmacy school. That's good. Um, good for him. Asked to speak with me at the consultation window. Oh, a secret window. Yeah. And he was like, so what are you taking these for? Oh, wow. And I was like, IVF. And he sort of reacted like he, like he knew what IVF was, but he didn't really, like he was like, oh, okay, so you're under the care of a specialist. And I was like, yes, I am. He's like, okay, because this is a really high dose. Oh, wow. And I was like, okay. And he's like, you know, so if you were taking it for an extended period of time, he was basically like, don't take this for too long. Oh, wow. Um, and because there's risk of blood clots. And I was like, Great. well, I'm I'm flying next week. Like, is that going to be an issue? And he was like, well, as long as the flight is under six hours. And I was like, oh, it's kind of right at the Jesus right at the Christ. limit there. <laughs> He's like, so if it is, you might want to wear some compression socks. Are you going to wear compression socks? I don't have any. Why don't you get some compression socks? I might. You should do that instead of like chancing a blood clot. I know. I think if you just get up and walk around. Oh, okay. You'll be fine then. Yeah. You know how I feel about getting up on a plane. You don't. Don't ever do it. I like getting up on planes. I don't like it. 
I like stretching. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I've been, I've mostly been remembering to take them. I, I set alarms for myself to remember to take them. The middle of the day one is, the, is the tough one that I find that I, that Just I put them in your bag. I do, but oh, that's why, why that's so hard. If I don't put them in my bag or set an alarm, it's hard to remember. But you're doing both. So exactly. I don't see the problem. It doesn't seem like it's hard. Well, now I really there's feel not like a problem. you're trying to make it harder than it is. So I go back in tomorrow morning. Oh, what time? 8.30. Oh, man. I have things to do at 8.30 in the morning as well. It's okay. You don't have to come. No, I know, but Bo. Yeah. Someone's going to have to take him out. Yeah, God, we can't handle a dog. How are we going to handle children? I don't know. Uh, so tomorrow I go in for a scan, mm-hmm. and I assume Wait, they're scanning you. Yeah, because they have to see how thick my lining is. Ew, that's gross. Yeah. I wonder how thick your lining is. I Who's know. scanning you? Ringler. He's back. Oh, great. Yeah, he's back from Hong Kong. He'll probably be super jet lagged though. No. Although he doesn't seem like the type who get jet lagged. No, he seems like he can he's adapt like an, to anything. He's an android. He sleeps in a pod, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he's gonna be scanning me, mm-hmm. checking the old lining. Yeah. And then I'll have a blood test. And then I think I'm gonna go back on Friday and they're okay. gonna look at me again. Looking at the lining again. Correct. And then the theoretical transfer would be on... Well, they're not totally sure now. Okay. So originally they had said next Monday or Tuesday. Uh-huh. But then Simo was like, well, yeah, it might get pushed back a few days. Mm-hmm. We'll know more next week. So... Interesting. I, I mean, I think it'll probably be sometime next week, but it all depends on like how my lining is going. <laughs> I can't wait to find out how your lining is going. Yeah. I have I have nothing further to do with this whole situation. Well, you're just here for support. I think as a guy, it just feels like, uh, you know, you feel like you're not really contributing. Well, you contributed. I mean, you're really not. An important part. Not really. You could have just gotten that from anywhere. Anywhere? Anywhere. They have books full of people. Whose sperm you can have. Seems time consuming. Yeah, it does. But I just think it's it's interesting how little I have to do with this whole process. But I guess that's the nature of pregnancy, isn't it? It's a beautiful gift that women can bear children. Long live the matriarchy. Yep. Um, We're going to need it now more than ever. It's true. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. How, how, how are you feeling about stuff right now? I'm, you know, I'm very busy. Yeah. So I'm not really thinking about it too much, yeah. which is good slash bad. Right. I mean, I did like cry uncontrollably in the bathroom today reading an article about a dog. So I'm emotionally in a great state, I think. I think you should tell everyone about that article. It was so sad. I know. It I, would, was I so might cry sad. if I say it out loud again. What was the dog's name? I don't. Walnut. Walnut. Walnut was the name of the dog. There was a dog in uh, in the UK that was taken on his last walk on the beach that he loved. He was 18 years old. He was an Irish something. Setter? No. If, you know, normal life expectancy for that breed was 13. Oh, wow. He'd he'd lived quite a while. And uh, 
bunch of people went on walks with him. Like the, it's like a hundred people and their dogs went on the, took Walnut on his last walk. And I saw the owner carrying Walnut. Oh God. At nine thirty in the morning, and then Walnut died at eleven twenty-five, surrounded by his family and the other two Irish whatevers. That's the saddest thing I've ever heard. It really. I just started crying uncontrollably because oh. I thought about Bo. Oh, it was devastating. Also, the first time I've cried, and I don't know. You were all backed up. I was real backed up. Yeah. Probably all just came in everything the last week or so yeah probably all just manifested itself in an article about a dog that went on its last walk so i spent the last day thinking about what what i want to do for bo's last day on earth well he really likes the dog beach in long beach i've never been with him yeah so that's a problem we should go but i feel like i don't know i just feel like just give him some cheese and he went nuts for the cheese tonight put him in the car take him to the chateau Hold them oh. in the chateau. No, I'm going to cry. Yeah. But what do you want to do for your last day on earth, buddy? Nope, he's sleeping on the... You know what? We'll just put him on the couch. He'll be fine. Oh, that's a good idea. Bo's young, too, by the way. Well, today's the, we an- today's the anniversary of my old dog's This is a depressing podcast. <laughs> yeah. Whew, let's move on. We got some questions. If you didn't feel bad already, <laughs> we're going to talk about some sad dog stuff. Um... Actually, I'll, I I want to read an inspiring email that we got. I love inspiration. Um, we heard from a listener who informed us that uh, he and his wife did IVF twice. The first time she was forty-two, mm-hmm. they implanted took. They implanted two. One took, and he is five now. Second time she was forty-four. Wow. They implanted two. They were told the chances of success were half the first time, and they had triplets. Oh, God. We were, he says, we were told that the odds of that was one in 11 million. Wow. <laughs> and he, he sent a picture of it. They're very cute children. But yeah, triplets. Does he have a name? Would we like to say hello to him? Um, yeah. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house, and I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got 
some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love, anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher, like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet, not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I don't know why you'd return anything, because what? But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock, or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know those, like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. No? No name. I, I, well, I, ha- I have to look it up. Did you just like crib note that email? And yeah, then... I, made, I made a document. Oh my God. Uh, Todd. The Todd, thanks, Todd. It's so amazing to me how organized my wife is at podcasts. Whereas I do, I am not organized with podcasts whatsoever. Um, here's here's an actual question. Is it like a hundred degrees in here? No, serious question. It's seventy seven. Turn that on. It's on. It's on. It's set at seventy seven. Why would we have it set at seventy seven? Because that's a totally reasonable. That is not a reasonable temperature. temperature. You're insane. What would you like it set at? 74? 75 I'll settle 75. for. 75. I, I don't understand what planet you're on where 77 degrees is the temperature you would have it set at. Matt runs hot. Oh, God. And I run cold, like many men and women. I'm fat. She's not. Ah, so oh, there it is. Next question. Oh, I can hear the air coming in. I feel it coursing over my face. Hmm. Next question. I'm interested to hear if anyone has said any rude things to you guys. Oh, snap. Like maybe babies just aren't for you or maybe you're just too old. That's a good question. We are a same sex couple and so many people said, why don't you just meet a guy at a bar? Wait, what? (laughs) Oh, I I didn't know which same sex they were. Oh, yeah. I'd be like, that would just compound the problem (laughs) if they met a third man. I got really rude and really cranky real quick. As you should have. Um... No one has said rude things to my face. There are very few comments are on Twitter. Are you saying some things are coming in behind your back? No, but I, I think when I initially started complaining about the cost of IVF on Twitter, <laughs> yes, there were a few people commenting mm-hmm. or responding, just kind of like essentially saying, 
then don't have kids. Were those people that were like, don't bring another child into this world? It's horrible. Or were they like people who were like, well, what are you going through all that hassle for? Yeah, it was more like, what are you going through all that hassle for? Like basically like this is the universe telling you not to do it. Oh, I felt like that was what they were saying. Interesting. Um, I pretty much ignored them. Yeah. I mean, that's the problem with Twitter, you know, dissenting opinions we tend to ignore. It's true. And then it sneaks up on us. Hmm. I've heard that before. Yeah. You've heard that before, before for a very long time. Yes. Uh, no, I haven't heard anything. People asking about adoption, why don't you adopt, et cetera, et cetera, which isn't particularly rude. Um, and no, I surprisingly, because usually I, I can have a pretty rude Twitter following. Although I have to say, it's been like in the last like three or four weeks, I haven't heard a negative word. And it's like, I don't understand what's happening. Did you block a lot of people? I, might, I mute people. But have uh, I muted everyone who is like, have, there's, is there now no one left? Have I muted all those? I feel like you're really tempting fate right now. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. Come at me, bros. Um, so we got a bunch of questions from one person and, and they were, they were kind of elaborate. So I think we're only going to answer a couple of them. We have plenty of time. Um, one of the questions she had was, who is this? She, you're not, this is the part of podcast you're not good at. What, what? The part of like saying hello to our listeners, thanking them for their email. It's a huge part of this podcast. This is really a participation podcast. Okay. Well, this is from Vera. Vera, thank you. Vera, whose name I pronounced originally correctly on Phoebe, but did no longer pronounce it correctly when I read it on Twitter. I she had a brain fart. actually said that in her email. I saw the email. Yes. That's why I remember that. Um. So, hello, Vera. Hello, Vera. Um, Vera wanted to know what is the ideal age for egg collection? Oh, that's a good question. She says she asks because she's 24. Oh. Vera, if you tried to collect eggs right now, you'd have 5,000. Uh, she's also on the last year that she'll be able to be on her parents' health plan. Um, does that plan cover, cover fertile for fertility? Um, it says my mother worked for the state and they practically oh, cover yeah. everything. Yeah, that's true. A lot now, of states. She do that. goes on to say, unfortunately, Obamacare won't be an option for me since I have so many pre-existing conditions. I thought Mara, the whole thing the with whole point Obamacare, of Obamacare is that if you have a pre-existing condition, it will be covered. So you might be under the gun as far as staying on your parents' insurance. But as far as I know, even from future president dum-dum um we are going to he's not even going to get rid of the pre-existing condition thing yeah so so he says i think you're okay there um and she also says i know there are costs that go into egg harvesting and storage especially since they can expire once harvested i am not aware of expiration once harvested i don't think you're i think you're good yeah, go. the only thing I will say is that you do have to pay storage fees every yeah, year. Yeah, every year. It's like, it's like, you know, when you move into a smaller place and you have to get a storage unit for all your guitar cases. Hmm. That, or you just buy a shed in the backyard. That's right. That's what I did. And I'm not saying buy a shed for your eggs. That probably wouldn't be a great way to store them. But yeah, you do have to pay yearly upkeep. And it's not crazy expensive, right? I think it's, it's around like, $1,000. That is crazy. A year. Expensive, I think. 
So that is, I mean, that's something to consider. If you're only 24 and you think... By the time you're 34, you want to have kids, you've paid $10,000 to the eggs. And when you're 34, you're going to have a good chance of getting eggs anyway. Right. So, you know, I think what I would say is talk to a doctor. (laughs) Because she also has a bunch of medical conditions that Mm -hmm. she's not sure if they will actually prevent her from having kids altogether. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, You can always freeze the eggs and use a surrogate. Yes. So, heads up on that bar. And you can also use donor eggs. There's so much you can do. There is. Um, She also would like to know if we would be willing to release a full write-up of all of the expenses we had to pay for our treatments. Oh, that'd be an interesting thing my wife would love to do. Including those that were and weren't covered by your insurance. Um, Yes, I would be happy to do that. Oh. God, she's going to have a spreadsheet ready to go. I can't wait. And I'm going to include every all the bills from Dr. Kim also and your $700 HIV test. That's the most annoying thing. Yeah. And it's going in the accounting. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So that. You should just write a big thing when you're done. Yeah, I will. I will. About how. Make it a sequel to your. Freezing eggs story. How I didn't freeze my eggs? How you foolishly did not freeze your eggs. (laughs) They'd be in New York. Uh, So? We'd have to, like, go to New York all the time. Uh, Again, I don't see a problem. All right. Well, I didn't do it. I know. So we can move on. I I guess so. Um, Be like Home Alone, too. And Kevin ends up in New York, but his family's in Florida. Your family's in Florida. That's true. So, yeah. So, yes, uh, Vera, I would be willing to do that. She's not not even willing. She has a gleam in her eye. She's very hopeful. (laughs) She looks forward to doing that. (laughs) Um, She also wanted to know if the doctors at any point, did they list any long-term factors once you've conceived and successfully had kids? And she's specifically interested in the hormone therapy. Um, Supposedly... There are no oh, long-term effects, according to the studies. But I also don't know that there have been that many studies. Yeah, it's sort of a you know relative in relative terms. It's a brave new science. This whole IVF thing. Yeah. You know, first IVF baby was what seventy something, seventy-eight or something. Yeah, something like that. Um, my brother and sister-in-laws. Uh, pediatrician mm-hmm. was one of the first IVF babies in the United States. Whoa. Yeah. And now they're a doctor. Yeah. You can be anything you want to She's be. a twin. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so those were, those were some of the questions that we got. We also got a voicemail. Okay. This week that I would like to play. Let me uh, turn this to a volume that is respectable. Ready? Yeah, I think so. We'll see. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Um, my name is Scott McCullen. I'm a East Coast Canadian and sitting here with my dogs um, in the rain. And uh, listen to the podcast. I'm glad I found it. Um, I really dig, at least Matt, I know from the Nerdist side of things. But anyways, um, my question was, or is, um, how long did you guys have to ponder having kids? Was it a long discussion? Was it something you both knew? Is it something that you changed your mind about? Um, how that kind of came about. Um, I have been married for about five years, and 
myself don't really have interest in having kids. My wife does, and I'm kind of trying to figure out whether that might change or not on my side. So anyways, I was just wondering how that kind of conversation came up. Um, love the podcast. I'll keep listening. I'm only on episode three, so maybe somebody else no will ask this. Guy. Anyways, thanks, guys. Take it easy. Scott, you have so many questions. First of all, your name's Scott, and you're Canadian, so automatically, thumbs up from my book. Scott M. I know. It's like, whoa. My Scott is in Paris right now. He'll be back. (laughs) I think he gets back Saturday. Anyway. Bonsoir. Uh, How did that come up with us? I feel like it was a very early on discussion. I feel like we were both just always on the same page. Uh... Yeah, I mean, I always wanted kids, mostly because I hate, you know how people like don't want to have kids because they want to travel? Uh-huh. I don't like traveling. So I was like, sure, I'll have a kid. That's why you wanted to have kids. Probably. Make travel harder. I don't think that's true. What, why do you think I wanted kids? Because I think you'll be a great dad. Yeah? I think you like want to be a dad. I mean, I, I don't... I, I think I, it can impart a lot of wisdom to a child. I think you can. I think I can make a child the best child ever. So Yeah. So I think you're like excited. It's going to be cool. Kid's going to like Star Trek and guitars and Red Sox and Patriots. It's going to be a really great kid. You know, sometimes kids aren't into the things that you think they're going to be into. I know. It can be devastating. But I think years of doing the Nerdist podcast have prepared me for all kinds of weirdness. What do you mean? Like, you know, things I'm not into that people love. Like, uh, you know, I'm not into... Hawaii. Hawaii. That has nothing to... Well, Jonah. Yeah. I'm not into Hawaii. Uh, I'm not into, like, you know, like uh, Pokemon. I don't get it. Not really my thing. I know people love it. Uh, Fallout. The Fallout games. Mm. I tried playing Fallout 4. It was the most time-consuming, annoying thing I've ever spent time doing in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so there's a lot of, like, little niche factors of, of nerdery that I don't get, but fully support and understand. Right. What your just, end? I just want them to be, like, excited about stuff. Mm. Like, like if, what? If their interests don't necessarily exactly align with mine... That's fine. What are your interests? Ugh, I knew you were going to ask Because I don't know of any. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh-huh. I like things. Like what? Okay. I like experiences. <laughs> what does that mean? I like, like, I like to have people over and I like to travel. You do? Why don't people come over? Because you don't like to have people over. I'm never here. Mm, true. I'm always working. Yeah. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I like reading books. You you do like reading books. You read them too fast. I don't feel like you savor them. I, I just, I like them. I want to just read them all the time. Yeah, but you read them too quickly. I feel like your comprehension skills aren't great. 
What? Yeah, I feel like you're missing things. Nuance. I, I, I take great offense to that. I feel that. like if you like reread The Great Gatsby, you wouldn't like really savor it. Is that a challenge? Yep, challenge. <laughs> challenge issued. Reread The Great Gatsby. Challenge accepted. All right. Um, I like uh, I like redecorating our living room. <laughs> That's not a thing. Um, I used to collect stamps when I was a kid. Yeah. I don't do that anymore. I like plants. Yeah. Yeah, but you're not like a, you're not like into botany. No. You're just like like a house plant. Yeah. <laughs> what? I mean, it just seems like I feel like you could like more things. Wow. Whatever. You do you. I love you the way you are. Oh, thanks, honey. I just wish you liked more things. No, you wish I liked more of your things. No, I just wish we had more of a Venn diagram of things that we liked. Like, I wish the the crossover was a little higher. Mm. You know? Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like you're just never going to really appreciate Star Trek for what it is. That's probably true. I know. But you've never seen Heathers. Yep, that's true. So. But it's not like I won't. Also, Heathers is an hour and a half and Star Trek is about 780 hours. Oh, God. So we can start now. No. Okay. Okay. Um, But why do you want to have a kid? You just talked about what you wanted your kid to be like, not why you wanted a child. I'm excited to to be a mom. Uh Uh-huh. Why? I like kids. Uh Uh-huh. Um, I think it's important to be raising open-minded and liberal children. Jewish children. Jewish children in this day and age. How about we go with no religion? No. See? That's why I don't think you're that open-minded. That was a trap. That was a trap, and you stepped right into it. Thank you. Hi. 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 We can celebrate Christmas. I already told you that. I know. And we will. And Easter. I'm open to Easter. Easter's like the most religious of the holidays in the Catholic calendar. Okay. It seems weird that we would celebrate it. Well, it's like a, it's like Thanksgiving. <laughs> you just you just want ones that focus around food? Like food and family. Because like, like, there's a lot of like the, you have the people feast over. of St. Anthony. We could like get really into it. There's like so many saint feasts we could be doing. Mm, no, but those are Catholic things. So is Easter. I know, but... But what? Easter is like... Like there's the Easter bunny and Easter baskets and all the other stuff, I'm you know? I'm so confused by your, your reasoning here. Because it's been commercialized, it's okay? Something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. What if we take them back to the North End when they have, like, a big Italian feast? Yeah, we could do that. Yeah, yeah. You kind of trailed off there. (laughs) That was interesting. Well, I'm just remembering, like, the Feast of St. Gennaro Mm -hmm. in New York. Yeah. And what a, like, clusterfuck it was. But it was fun. Was it, though? Did you go eat anything? Fried dough? Did you go have anything besides fried dough? Uh, No. I don't know. I don't really remember. All right. You missed out. Also, it was like run by the mob. Of course it was. We have a proud tradition of that. Italians and Catholics. Um, I wanted to also read an email. Uh-huh. Moving on. Yeah. Um, I wanted to read an email that I got from our 
HR director. From your, our, you and I have a human resources director? No, at, at BuzzFeed at my oh, job. Oh, interesting. Um, if, if you recall, I, I, I had emailed her a couple months ago saying that, you know, that you and I were doing IVF. This was right before we found out we had to do a second round. Yeah. Or right after we found out we had to do a second round and it was going to be another, you know, 20 grand. And I was feeling very stressed out about that. And I emailed her and I was just like, Hey, I, you know, it's probably too late for us, but it'd be great if Buzzfeed could offer some, uh, fertility coverage, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So they are offering some next year. And I wrote to her to thank her for that. And she wrote me back and said, thanks for your note. I'm glad you appreciate it. I told the broker it was a priority for us to add this option. I know it doesn't affect a large part of the population, but those it does, it will have a big impact. And your email from August was a part of making it happen. So thanks again. Wow. I know. Honey, you're just influencing change all across the globe. I'm a change globe. maker. You're a policy maker. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I hope that it I hope that some people take advantage of it. Well, one woman I know is already planning on taking advantage of it. Oh my god. It. That's great. So yeah. You saved her ten grand. So, you know, I, I just I think that was a that's a good lesson for people. Like I know it can feel like you don't necessarily want to talk about it, especially at work. But if your employer doesn't offer coverage, I think it's worth at least asking if it's something that could happen. Yeah. And, you know, that, that maybe you'll change things. Really? You're really setting forth this whole possibility of change, huh? Yeah. One person can make a difference. I think so. Mm. I think about 50,000 people could have made a difference in Michigan. Sure. Yep. Um, I think about one person could have made a difference in the Michigan game last night. Ugh. Oh, boy. Can you believe that? They lost by one. Um, and then there was just one final email I just remembered that, that oh, I boy. wanted to read. Who's this from? Daniel Craig? Um, this is from Annette. Annette. Mm-hmm. And Goldberg's in it. Annette lives in Hong Kong. Oh. And she said that in Hong Kong, IVF and IUI are only legal to married couples. Interesting. She said we had to rush our wedding in order to get started. Wow. She also said it is only recently legal to do PGD PGS in Hong Kong. I'm guessing it is to discourage gender selection of embryos since mainland Chinese who often come to Hong Kong for medical treatments prefer boys. Ah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I thought that was really interesting. Well, I mean, not surprising right am i crazy i guess it's not surprising but that means i mean that i guess that means like gay couples can't do ivf or iui right i don't know can gay people get married i don't think gay people can get married in hong kong do we know that for a fact can gay great this is is a great question is gay marriage 
legal in Hong Kong? <laughs> nope. Oh. Neither same-sex marriage nor civil partnership registered, registered inside or outside Hong Kong is recognized by the law of Hong Kong. Wow. So that's kind of fucked. Yeah. In my is. opinion. It's very fucked. It leaves the people in Hong Kong who are with same-sex partners shit out of luck if they want to have a child. Well, not necessarily. Um, it just means that they can't do IVF. Is that your alarm to take estrogen pills? Yeah, but I already took it. Oh. Why didn't you wait for the alarm? Because I was like, oh, the alarm might go off during the podcast. And if it goes off during the podcast and I hit stop, then sometimes I forget. Mm. So I was like, I should just take it right now while I remember. Interesting. Yeah. You did it. I did. I'm really proud of you. Thank you. Um, yeah. So that... Um, learned a lot about hong kong tonight we did we yeah. learned a lot about hong kong and uh vara's medical conditions yeah we didn't yeah. learn what they were that just that she has some um so i you know before we go i just wanted to remind everyone about our our phone number please call us scott was uh, kind enough to call us because he's canadian and that's what canadians do the oh, nice thing it's true 413-461-BABY 413-461-BABY call us i'll answer any question you have um you can also email us even if you're like struggling with like life advice you don't know what to do about something let me know i'll answer it matt is pretty good at that stuff great at it yeah if you're like if you're like oh i'm seeing this guy but i don't know if he likes me or like Oh, I think I might leave this job for this lower paying job, but I want to be in this field or if it's anything like that, just let me know and I'll answer the question. Oh no, are you going to turn this into a life advice show? No, but I'm like, if you're like right now, you're thinking to yourself, you know, I am thinking of this thing and I haven't told anyone about it. You don't have to tell me your name. You just ask for the advice and I will give it to you. Okay. That's very kind. Also, uh, please ask us. <laughs> 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 you can also email us. Dory and Matt or Matt and Dory at gmail.com. Dory and Matt at gmail.com or Matt and Dory at gmail.com. And we would also love it if you left us a rating or review uh, oh, on yeah. iTunes. If you like us or are just enamored with the podcast in any way, shape, or form, please uh, review, leave us a good review on iTunes. If you hate us, you can leave us a bad review. Uh, but the reviews help uh, get the show you know, featured and... Uh, up in the health category which i'm sure we're still like 50th or something yeah and if you know people who are doing ivf and you want to send it to them pass it along pass it along please post it in your facebook groups and ivf message boards and etc yeah let them know we're out here we're going through it yep we're along for the long haul the very long haul tune in next week to find out how thick dory's wall is lining whatever Okay. All right. I'll see you all. Bye.